Hi, ladies and gentlemen. How many of you dream? I'm sure every one of you will say that you dream. Yes. Well, today we're at Gideon Part 3, mm -hmm. and this is entitled The Dream. Amen. We're in Judges Chapter 7 at this time, mm -hmm. and we're so uh, uh, just so looking forward to this as this is Part 3, mm -hmm. and I'm just going to dive right into it. Um, I think I want to uh, paint a little bit of a picture here to know that, yes, you know, the Israelites, you know, we're back in chapter 6, they, they sinned before the Lord. The Lord put them in, in captivity. Um, you know, they cried out to the Lord, verse 7. The Lord um, gave them, you know, delivered delivered them, um, showed them that, um, I mean, he caught, they cried out to the Lord at verse 7. And then the Lord gave specific instruction to Gideon about what to do. And now Gideon, the last one, the fleece that, you know, kind of was like, Lord, should I go? Should I not go? I need confirmation but the, the whole history of this here why the Lord wanted to deliver them was that the Israelites they used to you know God was a was blessing them so much that they they would basically uh, do everything in harvest time and 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 their 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 corn or whatever you know harvest was just always flourishing and once a year basically all the surrounding um, um, enemies enemies would just come and raid them and the Bible said they were like locusts all the time they would just come and say oh so the Israelites almost like they had to grab whatever they had have to do, have to get and literally hide in caves and everything just so they won't get killed because they knew that whatever they left out, all the surrounding armies were coming. Here they come annually. It's an annual thing. They just come and they just raid us and take away all of our harvests, you know, whatever we, what we didn't get a chance to hold for ourselves. And the Lord was like, oh, we're going to put an end to this thing. Mm -hmm. So, But it had to be God's way. Absolutely. God's way. Mm -hmm. So at this point, um, you know, we're going to start in verse 10. It says, now, this is the situation that God is now talking to him. He says in verse 10, it says, But if you are afraid to go down, mm -hmm. go down to the camp with Parah, your servant, and you shall hear what they say. And afterward, your hands shall be strengthened to go against the camp. The people that are always raiding. Mm -hmm. Then they went down with Parah, his servant, to the outpost of the armed men who were in the camp. Now the Midianites and the Amalekites all the people of the east were lying in the, the valley as numerous as locusts, and their camels were without number as the sand by the seashore in multitude. And when Gideon had come, mm -hmm. there was a man telling a dream to his companion. Mm -hmm. He said, I had a dream. To my surprise, a loaf of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian. It came to a tent and struck it, so it fell and overturned, and the tent collapsed. Verse 14. Then his companion answered and said, This is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, the man of Israel. Into his hand, God, capital G, God has delivered Midian and the whole camp. And so it was when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation that he worshipped. He returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has delivered the camp of Midian into your hand. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what he worshipped. And ladies and gentlemen, we have got to worship. Yes. We've got to worship. Yes. We've got to worship, ladies mm -hmm. and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And the funny thing is that we just finished, in, uh, and those of you that have not 
um, watched or listened yet to parts one or two of this, please make sure that you do that. Just go ahead but, and subscribe <laughs> so you won't miss yeah. any episodes. <laughs> but the, the amazing thing was in uh, the previous episode, we talked about how uh, Gideon wanted confirmation from the Lord. And here he is once again. God is telling him, um, and I'm just going to go up to verse 9. Mm -hmm. I know you started at verse 10. Sure. But in verse 9 he said, um, During the night the Lord said to Gideon, Get up, go down against the camp, because I'm going to give it into your hands. So once again, this is God speaking very clearly to Gideon. But God knew, now we had previously spoke about this, God Correct. knew where Gideon was. Mm -hmm. God knew that he was battling fear. Mm -hmm. He was battling uh, uh, this um, feeling like he was not able to do this. But God was raising up a leader. Now, you know, when you said and building that, up his faith. it made me think of how many of you, ladies and gentlemen, um, have been told that you're going to be nothing. Mm. Um, you you wow. feel that you're inadequate. Or you'll never write. Insignificant. Where you come from, oh, nothing, no one's ever heard of that. Oh, your team or your whatever. Oh, there's nothing. Just by faith, mm -hmm. just going to keep on trucking. Have to obey God. Just keep on trucking. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Keep but, on believing thing, God. But the thing about with... Um, you know, with Gideon and this, where he is here now. Mm -hmm. And as we just said, just because words are being spoken, like how Pastor Chris is saying, it does not have to become truth unless you make it truth. That's right. You don't have to come in agreement with anything that is outside of what God is speaking over you. Correct. And it's not like everyone spoke that over you and I or everyone speaking this over Gideon because Gideon actually had some people that were ready to fight with him. Correct. So it's not that you always will have everyone saying that over you, but the key is where are you in your faith? Because unfortunately, sometimes the words of negativity and, and doubt can resound louder than even the promise of God. And this Correct. is the thing about where Gideon was. God knew that he was battling so much in walking this thing out by faith. And that is exactly what what, what is excellent what you're saying is because it is by faith. Because remember, in, in chapter 6, Gideon himself said, Oh, Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan, this is verse 15, mm -hmm. my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, yep. and I am the least yep. in my father's house. Yes. So to the point... He started even believing the lie that mm -hmm. he can't do anything. That what what can I do? Mm -hmm. Who am I? Yes, and that's where God was breaking these word curses. This is where God wants to break word curses that people have spoken in your life, and maybe you've come in agreement with it, unfortunately, and you begin you've begun to speak it over your own life and have put some limitations on yourself because in the natural, like how Gideon felt insignificant. Gideon said, I'm the youngest. My family's the weakest. You know, even though it may seem like that in the natural, God will use you. God uses the Correct. foolish things of this earth yes, to confound the wise. God chose Bethlehem to be the place where the Son of God, Jesus himself, would be born the least the most smallest town that that people would even ever know of but now it's the most known because jesus was born there originally so, they said bethlehem <laughs> nothing good comes out of yeah. there yeah 
And, you know, so this is the thing. So here he is, God seeing that he was again um, needing this confirmation again. And so what does God do? God says... Does that sound like some of our <laughs> listeners and some of our viewers? Yes. And that's okay. That's okay. Be encouraged. God told him, go now. This is in the middle of the night. Go now. Go with your servant. Go with someone who's going to be in agreement with you in prayer. Go together. And then you're going to see what they're really saying. What is your enemy really saying? Because what happens is a lot of times the very thing that sounds the loudest is really intimidated by what the, what God is going to lie. do. Absolutely. Because it's from the devil. Remember, everything he says, not 99, not mm-hmm. 98, not 95% of what he says is a lie. 100% of everything what the enemy says is a lie to yes. deceive you. Yes. Amen. And then we end up seeing how as he's listening in on what's what um, the, saying. the enemy now is whispering to this other person saying these two guys are in talk- the enemy's camp in the enemy's themselves. camp they're talking about Gideon so you know when you're thinking who's talking about me well this is what happened God let him listen in on what the enemy was saying about him and the enemy was saying look I had this dream and he goes on to talk about mm-hmm. how, you know, that must mean that that's Gideon. He's going to win all this stuff. Like, oh, no, watch out. God is with Gideon. Who were they really afraid of? God. God working on the behalf of his people. That's right. And that's the truth. God works on behalf of his people. I love it because that's exactly what you said in verse 14. He says, this is nothing else. This is an interpretation of the dream. This is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel, into his hand. God has delivered Midian and the whole camp. Yes. And And then this reminds me, and I want you all to be encouraged with this. Psalms 91, verses 7 to 10 says, Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. In the name of Jesus. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. Yes. If you make the Lord your refuge... If you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. That's right. No plague will come near your home. That's right. This is the word of the Lord. We pray that you're encouraged by hearing even just Psalms 91. That's right. 7 to 10, because this is a promise from the word of God. Maybe some of them need to print that out and, you know, put that in a somewhere you can read it all the time or something. Mm-hmm. You go on your way out inside of your house, you see it, just remind you, you know, just that's you an encouragement to you. feel that you're being overwhelmed by all this negativity and the enemy and feeling hard-pressed 
The Bible talks about feeling hard-pressed on every side. Yes. You know, these Israelites had been hard-pressed for years. They were raided all the time by the, <laughs> the by Malachi, their enemy. The, I mean, this, this all and, the different And ites. things were being taken from them, and you may feel you're in that place. But through repentance, through seeking of God, through humbling yourself, you will see the hand of God move on your life just as God did for this man, Gideon. That's right. And God promises that because you make him your Lord, you then allow him to fight on your behalf. And he knows, and he knew that Gideon needed reassurance, and he knows when you and I need reassurance. Absolutely. And he's very patient and kind with us and loving with us. And you know, Pastor Chris, how about this example here? In Second wanna... Kings 6, verses 6, 15 to 17, and this is what we're going to pray, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We want God to open up your yes, eyes, Father. your spiritual comprehension, yes. your heart, everything. Just, you just, just think about the Lord. But let me just read the scripture. It says in 2 Kings 6, verses 15 to 17, the servant of the man of God got up early and went out, and behold, there was an army with horses and chariots encircling the city. Wow, how would you feel? Mm -hmm. Elisha's servant said to him, Oh no, ma my master, what are we to do? Mm -hmm. Elisha right. answered, Do not be afraid, yes. for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Verse 17, Then Elisha prayed and said, Lord, and I pray in the name of Jesus Christ for all our listeners, all our YouTube watchers, Lord, Please open his eyes or her eyes that he may see or that her that she will see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire surrounding Elisha. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. You were saying something regarding being hard-pressed. Listen to Second Chronicles 14 verse 11. Asa called out to the Lord his God, saying, O Lord, there is no one besides you to help in the battle between the powerful and the weak. So help us, O Lord our God, for we trust in and rely on you. Yes. And in your name we have come against this multitude, O Lord. You are our God. Let not man prevail against you. Amen. Thank you, Lord, because this battle, he gave it over to the Lord. Yes. And said, God, no one's going to prevail against you. Yep. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I thank you for every single person out there that's listening and watching, oh God. I pray that they will be so strengthened this very moment and going forward every single moment of their lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that they will surrender their hearts, they will confess their sin, they will humble themselves before you under the mighty hand of God and said, Lord, Holy Spirit, come into my heart, be the Lord of my life. God, right now, Lord, I might find myself being oppressed and in a tough situation. But God, open my eyes. Let me run to your word. Let me know that there is more with me than with them, oh God. Then, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, grant our precious listeners and viewers your unmerited favor, I pray. Favor that they do not deserve in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen and amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes, Father. Wow. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Mm. I think about your blog. Mm. 
for some reason. <laughs> Amen. I want to thank those of you that read my blogs on letstakeamoment.com. I'm writing to be an encouragement to many, and I want you guys to keep reading, commenting, and sharing them. And thank you for following me at Examine That's Moments. right. Our app is available to all of you. Our YouTube, please subscribe, share it, like it, um, you know, comment. I mean, the same thing with the podcast. We're so just wanting you guys to be a part of it. Plus, we have another podcast, which is called Respondency Life. Not just be respondent. We now have Respondency Life podcast that we want you guys to also be a part of and be strengthened. We do this because we love Jesus and we want you guys to be encouraged in the name of Jesus Christ. Remember, we're going to do a part four. And until next time, please do this very thing for Jesus Christ. Stand, Stand out and shine. shine. God bless. God bless you.